You are listening to the My Day Off podcast, and the show begins right about now. Hey, again, thank you for listening to this episode of the My Day Off podcast. It's an honor to have you listening in today, and we are in episode 15, and the title of this one is The Weight of Expectation. Ooh, I'm excited about this one today. But let's start from the very beginning and take care of a few housekeeping things. If you've not done so, would you do me a huge favor and go to whatever platform, iTunes, Spotify, whatever, would you please rate the podcast? And, and if you don't mind, please give it a review. I would so greatly appreciate this. And as you see me share things on social media, if you could do me the huge favor of sharing it as well, just so that we can gain as much traction and maybe there are people that could really benefit from listening to these episodes, I would love that. So if you could partner with me in that, I would appreciate it. So I didn't even realize that my last episode, I kind of jumped right in and, and didn't take a moment to celebrate. But as of the very last episode, the My Day Off podcast has been around for a year. We started in, in August of 2019. And I, I know that this year has kind of flown by and, and I've not produced as much content. There's been a lot going on, as we all know that. But I just wanted to, to celebrate this podcast and to say thank you to those of you who have listened since the very beginning or if you just listened since the last episode. But I feel extremely proud that for a while we've been able to produce content and really I don't know where to go from here. There's nowhere to go but up. But so um, the last episode we talked about really a lot of what's happened in, in 2020, the big elephant in the room. And I, I know that I took on a very serious tone, but I didn't want to leave us there. I, I felt like there was more that, that we could talk about as it related to, to things concerning this year. And as, as I tend to be, I don't like focusing on the things that are external as much, even though, yeah, th- those things are really important. I'm always concerned with how, how internally we're doing and how, how we're responding to what's going on around us. I remember my, my, my junior year of high school, to take you way back, way back when, I think my junior year was in 2004, yeah, some, somewhere around there, but I, so one of my things that I was involved in in high school was, was track and cross country, well, that's two, for this example, track, but I remember during this particular workout, we were actually ending our workout, and it was it was at the end of a workout at the end of a very grueling season and i decided that not only i not only was i mentally checked out but i was going to be physically checked out too i don't remember much of the details around it but i do remember stopping and walking off the track anyone that that knew me back then and anyone that knows me now knows that that that's really not something i would i would do i'm not I'm not known for doing that kind of thing. And that's okay. I was done. I reached a point of needing a reset. 
regard, regardless of whether or not I continued onward that day, it was far, far more important for me in that particular moment to stop, reset, and reevaluate. The last episode, by the way, was called A Beautiful Reset, so you can kind of see where I might be going with that. About a decade ago, I reached a place where I started to feel that another reset was needed. This one was way more drastic than walking off a track. I knew the time was quickly approaching where I would need to move away. Home was a special place. Home is still a special place. But maybe you can relate to the feeling of knowing that it's time to leave. And that's exactly what happened. And and what's weird about this situation is that I knew at least a year before I ever left that that my heart was changing, that I I, I needed I needed to reset, and that reset needed to involve involve being somewhere different. A reset can happen in two different ways, of course. You can initiate the reset, or the reset can happen to you. Now, again, after our, our last episode, which if you've not listened, please give it a listen. But in light of that, the other day, I was in one of those deep Instagram conversations, you know, when, and when Instagram started, it was just pictures, and then they added uh, DMs, and I, it's really great how they've evolved that platform. But I don't know about you, but sometimes it's easier to engage with friends in Instagram messaging than it is in regular texting. I don't know. I, I've talked to a few friends about this. I think it's because Instagram seems like a fun thing, and I guess a an iMessage or a text message, that, that feels like a, a lot more of a commitment. Anyway, nevertheless, a friend of mine said that earlier this year, she needed to reset and to reevaluate what she's doing and why she's doing it. And it didn't strike me at the time as something that I wanted to do a deep dive about, but I listened back to that and I realized that this was worthy of talking about beyond just an Instagram message. If I could make an Instagram, uh, if I could make a podcast episode about all the different Instagram conversations I've had, that would be an episode because we can go to some really deep places and I, I love it. Or even in my voice memos on my iMessages, oh my gosh, th- that can be insane too. But I often feel that I can only consider the what I'm doing and why I'm doing it during the pauses of life. For this example, I mean, during COVID, th- there was a lot of pause. It was crazy. But there was a lot of pause in action. Otherwise, it tends to be much more difficult to reflect in that way, right? So busyness takes over. And it's so easy to just move from one commitment to the next. Or you go to work, you come home, you eat, you go to bed. And then you do all the same thing over and over again. And it's, it can be tough to, to fight for that space to be reflective, now, a lot of you out there are probably great about this, so this is uh, my, my random plug for the importance of reflection. The, some journal, some of you might blog, some of you might be doing things that I didn't list, and those things aren't things that I currently do. I could be better about that. So to those of you who are great at journaling and blogging, I, I am envious of you. I admire that, and... I guess we can consider this podcast a a blog of sorts, (laughs) even though it's not. But a little bit about my life. Before I got involved in, in, so I work in in ministry, but before that, 
I worked part-time in ministry and the other of my time was spent as a barista at Starbucks for several years. Most mornings began super early for me and a lot of my customers had to endure me being overly cheerful. Now that, that is who I am, but at 5.30 a.m., I'm sure that was off-putting to some who were just trying to wake up. Oh, well, I don't care. Before that, I worked in admissions, which was not natural for me. Before that, I was working at a grocery store while still living in Ohio. That was humbling, having a college degree and, and feeling like the only thing I, I could really do for a while was work at a grocery store. There's no shame in that. Actually, a lot of people are in that same boat, but... That that felt really tough for me because that I expected so much for myself at early on after graduating college. But before that, I worked as, as, a, as a copy editor at a publishing company for a very brief period of time. Each time, a reset needed to happen before moving on to the very next thing. And I don't I don't know about you, but for me. Typically, I have a pretty good feel for when change may be ahead. I gave you that example when I lived in Ohio. About a year before that, I specifically remember telling a friend that I would be surprised that um, I would be. I, I anticipated myself moving. Personally, resets are tough because I have to come face to face with where I am in life and really ask the hard questions. I don't like that. Because it usually means a change has to happen. As I've said before in, in this platform, even good change can be hard. When I was when I was in college, my very first year, I've mentioned this before. I was a, a music major. And ultimately, I I changed majors. I went from, from music to English. Ultimately, I had to release myself of that particular expectation of being a music major. I no longer felt that I was doing it for me, but indeed to live up to some expectation I had set up for myself long ago. And for a while, I wasn't willing to own up to the possibility that I, I had changed. I didn't know what I want, but I knew what I no longer desired. And that was really important. I, I specifically remember the tension that I felt. And at the end of the day, it, it, really, it really should have been a no-brainer. I, I knew for a while that my passion for that was, was quickly waning. And my desire to fight through that was also quickly waning. And, you know, altogether, that's not surprising because statistics do show that 50% of college students undergo a change in their major during their time in college. So what I felt was not altogether that uncommon from what other people feel when they are in college. Of course, what 18-year-old knows what they're going to do for the rest of their life? You know, for that matter, what 20-year-old, what 25-year-old? People change things all the time, especially in this day and age. Now, another another time that a, that a reset happened, I, I mentioned that I, I didn't want my first job out of college anymore. You know what I had to do? I had to let go of the fear of letting others down. I had to let go of the fear of letting myself down. I knew that it was a, a calculated risk worth taking. It's not easy to quit things, 
but I knew that I, I could not continue to do what I was doing. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. I knew I needed to take a step back and I knew I could get away with that. Now, this isn't me advocating for doing crazy things. Don't get me wrong. But I knew that's what I needed for that, for that season of my life. You know, the past few months, I feel that it has become increasingly important to ask the question of what are we expecting of ourselves? And what expectations of others are we, are we taking on? And what, if anything, about our lives maybe needs to be adjusted either a little bit. It, it might be true that only a little bit of adjustment needs to happen or maybe a lot of adjustment needs to happen. Expectation does not feel as weighty until we reach that breaking point. I don't like reaching that breaking point. I, I wish that there was a way to, to see that coming. <laughs> anyway, expectation doesn't feel as weighty until we reach a breaking point, a reset doesn't feel as important until continuing to compromise becomes unbearable. Man, and I don't want to become introspective personally with the asking of the hard questions until I feel it absolutely necessary to do just that. Basically, that's a way of saying I, I don't want to become introspective until the last minute because I procrastinate. But that's how, that's how it is sometimes. I'm, I can't despise how it happens. It happens. It, that's, how, that's just how it is. Knowing how to, how to sort the good expectations versus the unhealthy expectations from ourselves and others is not something that you just can do, right? That could be a lifelong process. And if, if there is a gentle reminder in this really short episode, it would be to ask ourselves the hard questions whether it's during COVID times or normal times. What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Am I doing this because it's expected of me? Am I trying to live up to a, a narrative that I wrote about myself long ago? Am I, am I failing to recognize that maybe I have changed? That was more questions that I had listed in my notes, but that, that, that's a really good starting point. Of course, questions like this aren't meant to be tackled alone. Please let others in on that process. And I, I'm going to talk a little bit more about community as we move on, but let yourself be vulnerable. Healthy community is a really great place to process these things. This, of course, has so many broad applications that I'm not even considering, but I'm thinking about myself at 18 that knew I needed to hit the reset button and change my major. Again, I made the point that, that resets can happen a couple of different ways. You could initiate the reset or the reset can happen to you. And you know what? In light of everything this year, it might be a combination of both that has to happen. Maybe the reset has, has happened to you or, or maybe something has shifted in your life, but maybe you, you need to take the extra step in asking the hard questions so that the changes in your life are actually sustainable and that more healthy routines are developed. And maybe you can move into other things that, that hey, you're, you, you've got passion for, you have zeal for. I've mentioned before that you have a lot more capacity than, than you might think that you have. And if there's anything that, that can be gleaned from this season, I think it's that. 
We are we can be resilient people. Yeah, we don't like to be convenienced. We like our normal. We like to enjoy the things we like to enjoy. But we are we are resilient. Resiliency, I don't often hear about that as being talked as a virtue or, or, or as being considered a, a virtue, but I think in my mind it it is a, a, a virtue. I want to be a resilient person. I want to be able to say I have more capacity than I than I anticipated. And I know like if I could just talk personally for a second, I think that's something I've realized during all of this craziness. I definitely am capable more of more than I thought I did. And the reset was necessary. The the reset that I didn't initiate, right? Because no one initiated COVID. But I'm I'm thankful that I I'm able to glean lessons from it that I have a much broader capacity and that maybe my passions are in more areas that I than what I thought. That's a great thing. So again, don't be afraid to ask those questions and don't serve a false version of yourself or a version of yourself that existed long, long ago. So that's that's it. That's that's really my my concluding thoughts. Friends, I, I really am thankful again that you've taken the time to listen and I hope that you feel encouraged. This isn't meant to be some long, deep dive into life, but I, I hope that you have a couple of practical things that you can take away and feel encouraged as you go about your days, your weeks, your months. You are capable, you are resilient. And if you have any questions or things you want to comment about, please send me an email at myday, mydayoffpodcast at gmail.com. I would be so delighted to hear from you. And again, if there's anyone that you know that you believe can benefit from listening to this sort of thing, please send this, send this episode their way. And again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's, it's an honor to, to do this with you guys so often. Have a great day, week, whatever. I appreciate you.